Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Chad here with Iraq Veteran 8888. Today we have another gun gripe episode for you. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of the fights that we have at the state level for our Second Amendment rights. This is a super important topic. We're going to dive into this. Uh, first I want to take a moment to thank the folks at SDI. Uh, they have great gunsmithing programs. They've been a supporter of gun gripes and they allow these videos to come out raw unfiltered, straight from the heart, straight to your face here, <laughs> from our, our mouths to your ears here. And uh, they are a great group of people. If you want to learn more about firearms technology, uh, definitely worth looking at in the way of higher education. So let's dive into this a little bit. Uh, I know we've sort of been, you know, talking about different things going on in different states, and we are going to continue making gun gripes for those individual fights that are going on. Uh, but I wanted to make just one video that really sort of discusses and shows the solidarity that we all need to have for how important this fight is at the state level. So what's happening right now is that they're not getting anything done at the federal level, yeah. all the antis, right? Uh, the, the gun bans, you know, all of these laws that they're putting forth, no matter what it might be, it's just not getting any traction at the federal level. It simply isn't. So people like Bloomberg, which we're going to discuss in a future video, but I'll briefly mention that Bloomberg is spending some $65 million plus or minus in that ballpark to fight state-level battles. He's pumping mm. money into places like Virginia. He's pumping money into, like, you know, Moms Demand Action. Well, the, um, the, the $60 million is is from every town for gun safety his you know Bloomberg's anti-gun organization basically Bloomberg but okay. that's 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 money that's going into the 2020 election specifically i mean yes some of that will be advertisements for state level uh you know election fights but that's not really like the the money that's specifically for um, part of level. it. It is part of it. It's but, part of it, and the reason it's um, part of it is because he's opening up these offices, right? He is all over the place, and he has no plan of closing no. them. So that after the elections, he mm. knows he probably won't win. He probably has a creeping suspicion that he won't win, but he's going to leave all those offices mm. open so that they can advance anti-gun agendas in yeah. those states. So it's sort um, of a way to accomplish two things at once. With one money, like yeah. in his mind, I guarantee that's how he's spending. Um, now, with what happened in Virginia, with the flip in the the Congress in Virginia and the governorship, um, you know, last year and, and a few years previously, um, that was like I think the camp the last campaign that he had in Virginia was two point five million dollars specifically just in that state to get liberals and socialists and progressives elected into Democratic seats. You know, and throw and uh, flip the legislature in the state of Virginia, and that was specific money that was targeted for that state. And he will do it in other states too that have open seats coming up. To be okay. clear, that's in addition to the sixty million yeah. that he's spending the, on all the, the campaign yeah. offices and all. So that, that stuff that's too. A, the sixty million is the new. That's the new thing that he's doing because that's just paltry to him. You know, out of his what fifty billion dollar fortune. I mean, the man's just made of money. It's just like George Soros. They just pump money into these things. And they're not really anti-gun. Because, you know, like Hillary and all the other cronies, they have all their own little uh, armed bodyguards and such to protect them and go around with them all the time. Their own little miniature, like, secret service. Right? They're not really anti-gun. They're just anti-you having guns, like we always say. What this really comes down to, it, it, is, a, it is a soaring, soaring overtake 
of liberal progressive <clears throat> elitism. Like it's just those three terms sort of hodgepodge together. Mm-hmm. These people are elitist. They're globalist. Uh, they do not care about American sovereignty. They don't care about American values. They don't care about American liberty and safety. They, you are a subject to them, and they want to use everything within their power to keep power, to gain power, and to take your rights away at every level. And to keep you voting for them. Right. So oh, it, it's definitely scary. So getting back to kind of like <clears throat> the, the whole importance of the state's fights, right? Mm. There's so many things going on that we could spend hours talking about, and we just simply don't have time. It's important for you guys to get active in your states. Even if you're in a state where you don't feel like there's a lot going on, you don't feel like you're you know, at much of a risk for losing any rights, particularly in, in the way of the Second Amendment, it's still important that you show visibility, that you, you know, get rallies together. There's so many people out there that are disappointing me. They're saying, oh, well, what good are the rallies doing? Because we still got this or that. The importance of the rallies is that it proves that we can organize, that we can put boots on the ground. All right? I guarantee you the people in Virginia were shaking in their boots when all those people descended on Capitol Hill in Virginia. You know what I mean? I guarantee you they were thinking, oh my God, what the heck is going on here? Now, they might have a good poker face. They may go, oh, we'll pass it anyway. But at the end of the day, though, they realize that we can amass a lot of people with grassroots activism and with using our our words and our voices and, and using that activism to get out there and bring people together it proves that we can put people on the ground, boots on the ground, okay? So, yeah, we still have to fight these things in the courts. We still have to fight these things in the legislature. We still have to contact our reps and complain at every turn and fill their inboxes up, fill their mailboxes up, fill their uh, their voicemails up, their email boxes, everything. But we have to organize and we have to show that we can organize, and that's one of the things tremendously that rallies accomplish. Mm. Um when you look at when you look at the the fights on state levels, just for a few examples, okay, you think about the national uh, the federal level assault weapons ban, okay, that we had back in ninety four to two thousand four, which sunsetted in two thousand four. All right, well, there were a number of states that vowed to set up their own versions of the assault weapons ban and continue it, okay, and even make it more draconian. Places like New York, places like Maryland, places like Rhode Island, I believe. Um, you have uh, California, uh, was it Vermont? Uh, I'm just trying to rattle off a few states, okay, that have like, as far as I know, like state level assault weapons bans, okay. Um, those continue, so those states have not voted to uh, redact those bans, okay, because they usually have blue control, okay, in the legislature in the state. So they're not going to really get any pro-gun stuff passed ever, hardly. I mean, especially California. Most recently, California, you saw ammunition rationing and ammunition uh, background checks, okay, coming down the pipeline. Every time something happens, you know, the the governor, what, Newsom in California, he is just, just, I mean, grinding at the bit to get new legislation just work through because all he has to do is say, hey, I want this done. And his little cronies in the legislature, because they have all the power, they just sign it into law, you know, and there it is. Okay, you've got to go and uh, have a background check to buy 10 rounds of ammo a month or whatever the hell the the case is. But um, you look at what happened in Virginia, okay, flipped. Now they've got anti-gun bills down the pipeline, but they did drop uh, one of the like either the assault weapons ban or whatever bill. There were a couple of bills that they dropped completely, 
you know, as but, a result of the rally. But they still push through red flag laws. Okay, they still push through other bullcrap. But they didn't go full gone. They um they they threw out the actual assault weapons ban. And they threw out the requirement to have guns and safes in your home. I think there was some type oh, of safe a, storage. There was a safe law. storage requirement. Okay. They threw that out as well. So to say that the rally is ineffective is a half truth. Um, and it's not fair to the people that actually went out to yeah. show solidarity and go in. It really disappoints me when people that are supposed to be on our side in the 2A world actually go, oh, the rallies did no good. What did y'all accomplish? Or this and that. That's the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't make the rallies, fine. If you think the rallies are dumb and you don't want to go, fine. But at least support the people that do go to the rallies. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the social media world. I'm not going to name specific people or anything like that. But I will say, it really angers me when people put this nonchalant attitude on what people like us are doing in terms of not only like gun gripes as a series, but also going out and being visible at the rallies, going out and listening to what the people have to say. It's almost like, oh, well, if you make gun videos on YouTube, oh, well, you're just as much in the fight as the guys that are going to the rallies. But if you have that attitude and you don't encourage anybody to go to the rallies, then we're never going to show them that we mean business. We're never going to show that we can organize and show solidarity. We're just a bunch of people watching entertaining content about guns on YouTube at that point. It's It amount... It all right, so it's sort of comparable to something, say, on a local level, all right? Say you you live in a county that they're talking about passing some anti-gun ordinance, and you just email or you just call and leave a message with your commissioner that represents your little district or whatever. You don't go and actually go to this commission meeting you know, to voice your concern and show uh, a presence there against this policy. You aren't doing enough. The other thing that I want to mention, though, is that the... To play devil's advocate when it comes to what I just said, the statement that I just made. Now, it is important that we put out tons of cool, entertaining content mm -hmm. and fun stuff because it brings people into the fold. And we've always said that from advocacy. day one, that the advocacy is important mm -hmm. to be an ambassador. You're an ambassador, yep. not an advocate. Yes. To be an ambassador to the Second Amendment, yes, that is a very important job. We need to make entertaining content, educational content. All of those things have a place. You know, whether you're making a reloading video or gunsmithing video or whether you're making a video about a firearms fact like we do. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is just only us and I'm trying to like play it out like we're, you know, the patron saint of the 2A world. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it is important to acknowledge that, yes, bringing people into the fold is important, yeah. right? Whether that's entertainment, education, you are in some way, shape or form doing mm -hmm. your part, of course. Yeah. And, and only an idiot would refute that, okay? But what I'm saying is... To go all the way, I feel like there's a little bit more required. Mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and I'm not judging or, or putting down people that are not very active in the 2A community. I'm not. But there is more we could be doing as a group of people to further our rights if we work together instead of each person just, you know, forming their own little Alamo and then here we are just being doing our thing and, well, and living and screw everybody else. That's bottom, not the right answer. The bottom line is hard work. It ain't easy. No. Otherwise, everybody would do it. But um, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, uh, about the the state level battles and such. Uh, the state level battles don't just happen in the legislature. Okay, uh, what we saw in Washington a few years back with the ballot initiative was 1639. That was on a ballot that the general public was voting on. 
I mean, your rights were subject to popular vote. And that's 1639. That was 1639. That was a ballot initiative. So you have state-level state, state level things where ballot initiatives will get uh, enough signatures to get on... Uh, the, the, the proposition of a ballot initiative will get enough support to get on the actual ballot, okay, in a voting year. And then the general public, uh, they might see an advertisement about it, but it may not show all the facts. And then, you know, there's an emotional response. And if people just don't like guns or whatever the case is, like what happened in Washington, it's like, oh, well, that sounds okay, you know, let's make the streets safer. And people vote on it. And then your vote, your rights are voted away by a popular vote. And you know, you, know, what else they, you know what else they were doing on so. 1639? Uh, Carrie Sloan with uh, stilettos and shotguns, which is a person you need to follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But one thing she told me that uh, definitely makes sense, right, was that they were going around and getting signatures for this, uh, for this ballot initiative, and they were lying about what they were signing. They were saying, oh, well, do you support blah, 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 and getting people to sign it when it really wasn't what they were signing. So no, whatever, was... whatever you're going to sign, you better dang well make sure that it's actually what you're signing, that they're not lying to you or they're not misleading you. Now, they might not have like told a straight-out lie, but they misled the people signing it into thinking it was something that it wasn't. Yep. But ballot initiatives are, are dangerous, I mean, it, for, for, for gun rights. I mean, they really are because the public's opinion is easily swayed, okay, with just misinformation that that's put out there and emotional rhetoric that's put out there mm -hmm. um and a lot of people i, I hate to say it, but a lot of voters they don't really look at all the facts of the matter i mean most voters don't even know all the stuff that's on a particular ballot when they actually go to the voting booth they might see something on there like what's that or who's that i don't know that person well, I don't like the way their name sounds so i'm just not going to vote for yeah them. or i don't like the letter I, next to their I, name i you mean know? you know it's well, it's frustrating. So it really the, is. the danger here is right. you, when you look at what happens at the federal level with a presidential election, we have Electoral College, which, you know, really helps balance the power out within the state, mm -hmm. right? But we don't have an Electoral College at a state level, right? It's always it's like a popular vote at the mm -hmm. state level. That's dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. Because what does the left always push for really hard, on the, especially at state level? They always want to import immigrants and vote you know they, they're importing what sanctuary they feel like cities, yeah they want to have sanctuary yeah. cities because they know that most of the people they're bringing in typically vote blue all right and they know if they can win the state over they can push through whatever they want so that is how the second amendment battle is happening right now they it's buy this, they buy those votes with with free housing free health care free education i mean free 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 all this free stuff it's like oh the government will take care of you all you have to do is just put your mark right here in this little box. Yeah. And, and then part of that danger, too, is it may have even been Virginia, I believe, where they recently said, oh, we're going to give all the, all the illegals driver's license. Oh, yeah. Well, of course you want to do that because you know that if, if somebody shows up in a Democrat district to vote, you know dang well that if they, they've uh, got a napkin with their name on it, they're going to let them vote. I hate Democrat, Republican. I hate I do too. But it's the truth. You have to call it what it is. No, it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sucks because I'm the kind of guy that I try to not really, you know, side with either side. I try to just side with what I feel is logically correct. And I try to judge people by the merits and flaws of their actions. However... When you start looking at the situation, you start to see a heck of a lot more flaws in one direction. And, and, and you just have to call that for what it is. You, yeah. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, guess what? It's a duck. <clears throat> you can't, yeah. There's no way to get around that. Well, right? look, I, I'll say it again. I've said it in other videos, but 
Me personally, my opinion, I believe liberalism and progressivism as a whole is a mental disorder. I'll say it. I mean, I, I really think that that's the case. You literally have to have something wrong to think that that way of life and, and those morals and those quote-unquote values are legitimate in today's society. It's a lack thereof. And it's also like literally like a, a weaponized like disdain for everything we stand for as a company or company with me. It might as well be a company at this point. As a country is what I'm You're saying. You're fired. Yeah, exactly. You're fired. But but the thing is, it's important that we fight these state level battles. I don't want no of that influenza there. None of that. Uh, I'll keep it on my side. Dude, right. uh, we're coming back from the shot show. And, you know, we're only a couple of weeks after, and this dude's been getting over the flu, and I don't want no part of that. Dude, that crap, influenza. Shut, me. That crap shut me down. Yep. But Man. look, guys, we're going to let you go. Um, I really appreciate the support. We really wanted to make this video kind of as a generic footprint uh, on YouTube and out here mm. just so people can hopefully see it and spread the word. It's really important. This is the direction of the 2A fight. It's the direction the 2A is taken, or the antis are taken in terms of trying to attack mm -hmm. the 2A. So we must remain absolute. We must show solidarity. Don't rely on a group to do it. Don't rely on you know any person to do it. Take personal responsibility for what's going on in your individual states. We're going to make as many videos as we can to promote things that are going on in every state. But don't be offended if we don't you know cover something going on in your state we're only one group of people we're trying as hard as we can but guys please take responsibility and take these fights up for yourself don't rely on us don't rely on the gun uh, lobby groups you've got to rely on each other so it's very uh, important um something too i was just thinking about earlier uh, i wanted to mention i noticed that um tim military arms channel up in indiana he was helping to set up a state chapter uh similar to the virginia citizens defense league you know, in the state of Virginia. Okay, they run the, like the lobby day each year on like the 20th of January or, or thereabouts. Uh, they were kind of the, um, the, the brains behind this big rally along with the GOA and like gun policy and all these other groups that kind of got people together and organized. Um, but if you want to start like a state chapter, uh, you know, of a gun rights lobbying group or whatever the case is, like the Citizens Defense League in Virginia, you know, just get a like-minded group of people together, contact that group, and find out kind of how they operate and such, and then, you know, start a chapter in your own state, like Tim's trying to do up in Indiana. Um, I think that's something we're going to look at so, for Georgia. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. 100%. But that, that's the kind of thing and solidarity that we need as a community is to have organizations together that people can look to for information and guidance and, and, and getting the information out there uh, for things that are going on, not only on a state level, but also like a county by county level too. You know, just so people are aware of things that are going on. And also, you know, we've got the tech service. Right. In the so. meantime, all right, while all that is, is happening, you know, at the state level uh, for each of these states and everything, we <clears> also <throat> ha now have a, max, a mass texting service that we've set up. It's free. Mm -hmm. does not cost you any money. Uh, text 1776 to... 31996. 31996. Okay. So you'll see the information here, but text uh, 1776 to 31996. It's free. And whenever there's a rally or something, we're actually um, right now putting together our first text message blast. 
that's going to um, talk about all the rallies that are going on in the different states. So that's a great way to stay informed. Even if there's not a rally going on in your state, maybe you have you don't have much going on, and it's only a, you know, a couple of hours over to get to another capital, go over there and support that rally. It's important that we show our ability to put boots on the ground and get people together and to rally people for one cause. I cannot stress the importance of that enough. So thank you guys so much for watching today's video. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, definitely want to take a moment to thank all of our Patreon supporters, those of you who purchased man cans, uh, those of you who purchased t-shirts over on Ballistic Inc. Thank you so much for seeing value in what we do and choosing to support us. Those are the most direct ways that you can support us. You'll see the links below. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Many more videos on the way. See you guys.